excited as we always are but I would say even more excited today we have a very special guest on our podcast today ladies we'd like to welcome Alicia Robertson of Purpose to Service the Alicia Nicole all the great things so this is episode 28 you all believe it oh my goodness (laughs) so so excited um but the title of this episode today is living an intentional life on purpose and if if I can say this and I think Jeanette and Shauna, you probably would agree with this. Alicia is that person. You think of living an intentional life on purpose? Oh, yeah. That's, yes, for sure. <laughs> That's Alicia. Yes. We have to it pops up in your mind. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find my purpose. Who who should I go to, Alicia? <laughs> let me send you her. Let me see her Instagram profile right now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. yes. How many times has have we done that? Yeah, uh-huh. I went to the Rolodex. That was like way back in the day. We <laughs> don't have to do that anymore. So yes, Alicia, enough look, enough chatter. Right, we're just so super excited, starstruck, whatever you want to call it. Can you introduce yourself to our audience, our listeners? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So, hey, guys, y'all have made my morning already. <laughs> hey. Hey. Hey, um, so I'm again, I'm Alicia Robertson. Um, I am a wife. I'm a mama. I am a business coach to um, coaches and different service providers who are looking to build and grow their service or coaching based business without sacrificing the life that they desire. Um, so I am huge on being successful in your business, you know, being profitable in your business, but also making sure that you are building your lot, your business around your life and not the other way around. I think that's a big issue that a lot of Mm. newer entrepreneurs kind of jump into is that they build this big thing. And then they're like, Oh, okay. How does my life fit around this thing that I've now built? And typically that leads to burnout because it's impossible so um I really do focus on just helping like mostly women entrepreneurs who are feeling overworked who are feeling overwhelmed to just help them to simplify their business you know create simple processes in their brand so that they can be successful but that they can also step outside of their laptop every once in a while and actually enjoy the fruits of their labor I love so that. Step yeah, I was like, <laughs> yes. Step outside of the laptop. I yeah. love that. <laughs> yes. Really, really yes. Yeah. So, how did you get started on this journey, Alicia? I mean, we, I think we're familiar with you of how you started. We often hear you talk about your jewelry, how you started there, and other things like how did you, how did this progression come about? 
Oh my goodness. I'm gonna give y'all like the the <laughs> short version so we don't get like six hours. So um I did I started out making jewelry. That was like my first attempt into entrepreneurship. And I sucked at it. <laughs> Not just the jewelry making part, but like mostly like the business part as a whole. Because I I don't know any, I didn't know any other entrepreneurs. Like there was no online space. This was nine years ago. So like there was no online spaces that you could really go to that were dedicated just for entrepreneurs. Like I didn't grow up in a family of entrepreneurs. Like, so it was a very new world to me. And I spent a lot of time Googling and trying and throwing noodles at the wall and, you know, (laughs) and really just embracing the sucky side of like being a new entrepreneur and as I was making jewelry I needed an outlet because I didn't know anyone else who was an entrepreneur so like my outlet has always been through writing like whenever I was going through something I would write whenever I felt like I needed to document my life I would always write so I launched a blog that just was supposed to be like my personal diary to talk about my business, to talk about what I was failing at, to talk about the successes that I would have. And, you know, just to talk about different areas and points of my life. And the more I kept blogging and like actually being intentional about sharing those posts, the more I was opened up to like this whole world of bloggers. And I was like, there are people who are like me. (laughs) There are other people out here. So I kept sharing more of my business around that time. I was learning more about rebranding and like actually what a brand was. So I was like blogging and talking about how I was making all these shifts and changes and how I was able to get like my jewelry sold in like a couple of small shops in like my area. And the more I kept talking about my business, the more women would email me and were like, well, can you show me how you did that? Or like, can you teach me how to do that? Or just asking me tons of like business questions. And I enjoyed it like this. I'm I'm a nerd. So like, I love learning. (laughs) I love teaching. I love all of those aspects of like providing like advice and things. So um, I, I was answering these questions, but it got to a point where like my inbox was like flooded with questions and it was like, I was spending more time in my inbox answering these mm. questions for free than I was like on my actual online shop that was making me money, quote unquote money. Cause it wasn't mm. a lot, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I knew that I loved it. I knew that I had a passion for teaching. I knew that like, even, even at that kind of still beginner stage, I, that still had a lot of value that I could offer other beginning entrepreneurs and I've always been like sold on this idea of you know all you have to be is two to three steps ahead of your audience in order to help them like I didn't put any pressure around myself to be like a professional I stuck to strictly teaching like what I knew and what I found results in and I realized I was like I can't keep giving all this free advice you know for nothing so I launched my consulting services because I didn't feel really qualified to call myself a coach. And I sold those for a whopping $35 an hour. It was like Mm -hmm. (laughs) a big deal back then. It's like $35 an hour. And I, I just, it almost like sparked just like this new kind of passion in me. Like I thought that, you know, having an online shop and selling jewelry was going to be my claim to fame, but it ended up going a completely different route that I had never, could have never even planned for. So 
yeah, nine years or, well, I didn't start exactly at nine years, but about seven-ish years later, mm-hmm. I am still coaching. I'm not selling them at $35 an hour, but <laughs> I am still coaching. I'm still teaching. I am still helping people to, you know, build their life with intention. And yeah, I can talk more about the intention <laughs> part if you guys like, but I don't want to keep going. <laughs> I have a question about your process, Alicia. Mm-hmm. What 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 were some of the key key elements that you've learned about yourself during the process from beginning to where you are now? Oh, that's a good question. Um, one, I'm very resilient. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that about myself because I'm naturally just a very sensitive person. Like I will cry. You know how they're like, what are you going to do? Are you going to figure it out or are you going to cry? I'm going to cry first and then I will figure it out. I like that I am very, very resilient Um, because y'all know entrepreneurship is hard. Like there are days where it just, it feels like everything is just bad. And like, Mm -hmm. you have to be able to keep getting up because the next day could be great. Mm -hmm. So I definitely learned that I was very resilient, still am very resilient. Um, I learned to listen to my gut which I struggle a lot with like decision fatigue. Like even now I will make charts, I will make graphs, I need lists. Like I need to compare each and every decision before like making an actual decision. And I've learned to, okay, if you just take a step back and relax, your gut will tell you, like, you know what path you need to take. You know what decision you need to make, but your mind is overcomplicating it. So like get out of your head for a few minutes and just like listen to your gut for a little bit. So that is one of the things I learned about myself. Like my intuition will tell me pretty much everything I need to know if I'm willing to sit back and like actually listen to it. Um, That and I think I'm just a a lot stronger than I give myself credit for. Like, you know, starting a business going out into a new world where you don't you have anybody that you can really connect with anybody that you can really ask for help like that's a big deal and then for me I just I quit my job just you know because <laughs> I couldn't be there anymore like going out into that is like it really does show you your strength and I know I'm strong but I don't think I give myself enough credit for like how strong I am Great point. Like, yeah, excellent point. I think about that when you talk about you quitting your job and because you couldn't be there anymore because I, I relate to that so much. And I feel like for some people, you you know, you have to tell them like you can't just like quit and walk away. But for some of us, I feel like it's kind of necessary because we use the nine to five as a crutch to like keep us from doing what we need to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for some people, they can like successfully start, start a business and grow it and work and be intentional mm-hmm. with, you know, doing the things that they need to do. So it's like when you said that, I was like, mm, yeah, that was me. I was like, okay, I got to get out of here because this is not working. I'm going yeah. to take a leap and just figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> I had a full um, panic attack in my job and wow. it got to a point where it was like, okay, you're either going to keep like messing with like your mental health. And like back then I didn't know, like I struggled with depression or like anxiety. I didn't know that back then, but it was like, you either have a choice. You're going to keep letting this job affect your mental and like Mm -hmm. physical state or you're gonna go take a leap and like even though that's unknown even though that's scary at least at the very least you'll be doing something that you enjoy so that's what I leaned on I have a question for you Alicia Mm because we are all entrepreneurs on here Mm -hmm. and we all know that you can't do it by yourself 
So what what would you give the audience anything they want to do, whether it's entrepreneurship or Mm -hmm. seeking a hobby or whatever it is that they're trying to do or grow as far as the support part of it? Mm -hmm. Could you speak to us about like your supportive circle or, you know, how you were able to to manage what you did over the last nine years? Yeah, because you have a baby, too, or she's not a baby anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's (laughs) small, still small. Like she's not even two yet. So like, it's, it's hard. And I think for me, I like, I love control. I like to be in control (laughs) of all the things. Everybody put your hands up, put your hands up. (laughs) That's the hard part, man. And like, I I didn't realize how much I love being in control until I had my daughter. And y'all know kids don't care about how you feel. They don't care what you want. No, they don't care. They They want what they want. And I didn't realize how bad it was until I had my daughter. But I had to really let go of like that superwoman syndrome. Like, Mm -hmm. especially the cape away. Yeah, like as black women, as women women of color, I feel like we all kind of are like, I can do it. Like nobody's gonna do it how I do it. So I might as well do it myself. (laughs) I had to really let a lot of that go and like realize, girl, you are gonna drive yourself crazy if you keep trying to do all of this yourself. So like I have an incredible husband who he's also an entrepreneur. So he's been super helpful and having somebody who just kind of understands the path of your own helps a lot um I have my mom like I had to come to my mom's house today because my husband had to work so like she's in the room <laughs> with my daughter now so that I can hear you guys <laughs> thank you moms I have her um I have my friends who at the time like when I first went into entrepreneurship they weren't running their own businesses they are now but at the time mm. like they didn't really know much about entrepreneurship but they knew okay, I need to go out. Let's go have fun. Let's go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Let's go do something. Like they were there on like that emotional like level. So like really just being able to tap into like the people around me and like this pandemic that we are still in mm-hmm. um, has just really pushed home for me that like, girl, you can't do it all. Like you cannot do it all yourself. And I was I was so worried about like my daughter going back to daycare during this mm-hmm. pandemic. And my husband was like, you, you need to help. <laughs> Like he was like, you can't, you can't do all of this alone. Like you're trying to run a business and like, I can tell you're frustrated. So like, Mm -hmm. let's just put her back and find somewhere safe. And like, that has been like my help during this time. Like the past couple of months is having her occupied and having somewhere safe for her to go and to enjoy and have fun so that I can Mm -hmm. then focus on what I have to do as well. So yeah, just let go of like that superwoman, superman syndrome. I love what you said. And ask for help, huh? Yeah. Yeah. But I love what you said about your friend circles, because even like when you have friends, a lot of us struggle with that. We're like, so Linda and Shauna and I, like we started this with a mastermind and it's great having people that understand you. Like you said, your husband is an entrepreneur, so he really gets it. Mm -hmm. But then you have those friends that aren't entrepreneurs and they like, you're weird. I don't get it, but I love you. What do you need me to do? And, but relying on them for that emotional support is really important um, Mm because anxiety is something that I discovered later on. Like I didn't know what those feelings were before. And then when I started going through therapy, I was like, oh, I told myself, I think I have anxiety. She's like, mm, you definitely do. That was a pain. That was like a borderline panic attack. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Makes sense now. But then those friends that are just like, hey girl, you want to go out for a drink? He's like, oh yes. Like we don't have to talk business. We don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. And, and you need that in your life. So it's always good to have that hate to use the word balance, but that harmony in your life where you can fill up that part of your, your, your bucket and mm-hmm. then go back to the, 
to the other parts. So it's really good to um to point that out to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's an awesome point. And we we talk about that, you know, in our other episodes leading up to this one, Alicia, mm-hmm. just how you have those sets of friends or associates that fill those certain needs. But then, you know, what we built here with Shauna, Jeanette and I for the Heart of Chat, we had our own brands and different things. And I have to say, just learning from you over the years. I mean, you, you touched on earlier how you started off blogging. That's how I found you oh. in 2014. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. it was Gigi Renee, who we have on a previous um, yeah. episode. So she, we talked about her self-care. She did a blog tour. And I was like, this is cool. I'm a blogger, you know, very new. <laughs> I was saying, I'm a blogger, you know, I was like, all That's right. right. So, I found, right. so I was just scrolling her Rolodex, her online Rolodex. And I found you through that. She did a blog tour from A to Z. Yeah. And, um, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And I, I clicked on you. I was like, oh, hmm. I started following you from there. So just been following yeah. your journey for the last yeah. seven years and seeing your growth and how much you're intentional and with your yeah. with your life, what you post, and you know your beautiful daughter, your family, your husband, you. and then you like you, you then you get us with the business. Like, dang, I could be thinking about that. No, <laughs> you make it look so flawless. I know. You do, yeah. It's yeah. not, y'all. <laughs> but I like that you share that though. Like, so yes. the people that follow you or that don't follow you, like, it does look like it's really seamless. But at the same time, you also share like that it's not easy right and that you know i do have these moments and your daughter is definitely like the star of your stories because <laughs> that's why people follow me now it's like okay oh, <laughs> advice but where is river yeah so one um ig story that you shared recently i think she's getting big and she's so yeah. beautiful and she yes. wanted to get back in that little seated roly thing and i'm my son is almost 20 well he's 20 by now but yeah, I can't remember. And Maddie's 13. So it's like that little seated <laughs> rolly thing. And she wanted to get into it. And you said, why is this thing still here? I laugh. Yeah. <laughs> like she pulls it out of the corner. And I'm like, why do we even still, like, why have not thrown it away? And just you sharing that. And then your next post was something about your, your purpose to service, which we'll get into in a second. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, this is this captured me. Ooh, here's my purpose right here. Yeah. It's sort of like mm-hmm. the, you, you kind of the way you structure yourself, your realness, what you what you bring. Yes, that's the part your, I love part. about you, Alicia. Sean and I talk about that. Yes, we talk I, about that about you all the time. <laughs> your, your, my first my first introduction to you and your brand was through I don't remember what year it was, but it was when Siobhan Sudbury, I'm from Cleveland, so you yeah, know Siobhan. And Siobhan. she went down to Rally, rally was it mm-hmm, Linda, yes. when they had the you all had you had some kind of combination. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember what it was called. Yeah. Linda, you have all the paperwork yeah. and stuff on it. You always talk about it. But I remember seeing it all over social media mm-hmm. and thinking, I want to go. I want to meet her. Oh, my goodness. This is great. And then I started um, listening to your podcast and seeing all the different things you're doing. Now I'm a part of your community yeah. um, in the entrepreneur community that I um, I can't wait till the app comes out on the phone because yeah. I would be a lot lot more efficient. Yes, soon. Couple <laughs> weeks. Carefully. Couple weeks. But the, the, what you have in there, what you have to offer, even your free resources, what you give people. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you are just like a real human being you know, in the middle of all of it. And you show the good, the bad, the ugly, the ups, the down, the challenges is I feel one of the things that gravitates people towards you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. you know really what, that's one, th- I thank you guys for like saying that because that's one of the things that I've always tried to like stick to even when I was just 
blogging with like really no intention. Like I always wanted to be like, Oh, like that's kind of like my homegirl. Right. <laughs> like, like I can like I want it to be that because I I I see like people online who share businesses sometimes can be very stuffy. Mm-hmm. It can be very like you know I'm almost like, untouchable. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I'm like I don't want to be that. Like the same way y'all see me <laughs> online, that's the same way I am like out in person. Like we can kick it, we can talk, we can mm-hmm. we can you know we're, I'm I'm human, I'm human, and I never want to be on like this pedestal because child I, I mess up <laughs> we, we <laughs> I mean Jeanette and I so Shauna thanks for bringing that up and I remembered the title Purpose, oh, yeah. Passion Action mm-hmm. so that was the event that you did in Raleigh with Shavana yeah. and it was 20 it was October 2017 I remember mm-hmm. uh, Jeanette and I that's where we met for the first time in person yeah. so I've known mm-hmm. Jeanette and Shauna for five years now and yeah. just when I met Jeanette in person and seeing you that I was like ah so, <laughs> I was like, I it was really wonderful just being there, and I think I still have the pictures. I still have the workbook. Mm-hmm. I still have all that. And was this down in Raleigh, ladies? Right? Yeah, yeah. I was in Raleigh. Yeah, yeah. yep, yep. Yeah, I'm coming to your town in a couple of months. Yes, Alicia. come on. Yeah. <laughs> I remember driving down there. I was so excited because Stanley, we were driving from Maryland. It took you know because it was exactly four and a half hours, which is nothing for me. I will drive eight hours and with like nothing. But it was so amazing just being there and just what, what you gave. And then just, you know, this purpose. So I was like, it's no mm-hmm. accident that you have purpose to service. And then the title mm-hmm. of this episode is living an intentional life on purpose. I mean, it just is just whole wrapper and you just do yeah. such a wonderful job at it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. One, of the, one of the things you mentioned about living on purpose is building your business or the things that you're doing around like your family versus trying to fit your family and your life into like the pockets of your business, which I can say I'm probably a little bit guilty of. Um, my, like my husband has, he's more like family, family, family. And I'm like, oh, but I'm passionate about this and I want to do that. So like I've had to make those adjustments. Um, and I've seen and like when we talk about some of the other people that are online, like a lot of people talk about how they, at the detriment of their family, put their business before their family and how it, it hurt them over time. Mm-hmm. Then they had to go back and readjust how they're doing things. Um, was that always the first thing for you was like my life, how I want my life to be set up first and then how I want my business to fit into it? How did you like, or how did you make those adjustments? Yeah, no, I did not start <laughs> like this at all. <laughs> When I started my business, I didn't have a husband. I didn't even have a boyfriend. I didn't have a husband, <laughs> boyfriend. I didn't have a baby. So like, it was me. I had that space to be very, I guess, selfish in a way. Yeah, and it, it really wasn't until, you know, I started dating my husband. We got married that I was like hitting burnout because I couldn't, it was hard to do both. And like, I was going so hard in my business. I didn't have any boundaries. I didn't have any boundaries around my clients. I didn't have any boundaries around myself. I was trying to keep up with, you know, being the wife or being the new wife and then being the entrepreneur and then doing all of these marketing things that everyone was telling me that I needed to do in order to be successful. And it burnt, it burnt me out. Like it really like tore me down to a point where it was hard for me to even like function. Mm -hmm. So that was really the point where I was like, okay, I need to like figure this out because yeah, I'm making money, but I'm miserable. So like, mm-hmm. what's, what's the point of me even doing this if I don't even want to go out and enjoy like right. what I have earned. So I, I really had to like tear down 
Like everything I thought about entrepreneurship, everything that I, you know, had learned about entrepreneurship. Cause like around this time, that's when like courses were getting popping and everybody was oh, doing yeah. it and yeah. everybody was doing like periscopes and going live. And I was just periscope. Oh, yeah. Yes. I was just consuming, 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 consuming all of this information. And I had really lost touch to like the deeper reason of why I started my mm-hmm. business. I started my business because I wanted freedom. I wanted to be able to work from home. I wanted to not have to put on pants if I didn't want to. Like I wanted <laughs> that. <laughs> that part. <laughs> yeah, I wanted that freedom. And like, I had got so like engulfed in this marketing entrepreneurship bubble that I had completely forgot about what it is that I wanted out of my life. So I really had to like, again, take a step back. And that's when I started getting more intentional about talking about intention and how that aligns with your business. But I'm not perfect at it at all. Like there have been a couple of times where my husband has been like, I need some attention. You, you need to go put that to the side. And like, we need some time together. Like there have been times where, you know, mm-hmm. I've been like, all right, Vera's taking a nap. Let me go ahead and like get this work done. When it's like, girl, you probably should be taking a nap too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's why I'm not perfect. And it's it's I try to let people know it's an ever like evolving like process that you have to go through. Like you're always going to be checking yourself. You're always going to be, you know, some days you're probably working a little bit too much. And I don't when I say like working or building your business with intention, I don't mean it doesn't take hard work and I don't mean that it doesn't take sacrifice. But when I say it, I mean that it's it's going to be done with an intention of getting you big closer to like your big why or getting you closer to your big goal, mm-hmm. but also done in a way where you're still respecting yourself and you're still respecting your boundaries and respecting like your time for rest. So like I work hard. I work very hard, but I also know when five o'clock hits and it's time for me to go get river, that's when I need to relax. And that's my off time, you know? So like just setting those boundaries around yourself, setting those boundaries around the people that you're working with and, and just, just again, remembering why it is that you're doing what you're doing and try not to lose focus from that. Yeah. I, I think that it's great that you said that he, your husband actually will, he comes to you and he communicates that to you because my husband is not that type of communicator. <laughs> I'm like, babe, are you good? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm like, okay. Take work. But, <laughs> but like sometimes like I, when you said about setting the boundaries, a lot of times it's not other people not respecting your boundaries. Sometimes, like you said, it's us respecting our own boundaries that we put in place. Mm-hmm. And then like, exactly. how do you expect other people to take you seriously about say, okay, well, this is time for this and this, but you're not even holding yourself to those same standards. And I think that's where I, my, a lot of my struggle was in the beginning was because I was breaking my own rules. Like, now you said you wasn't going to do this. I would go in the beginning and I'm going to block out like my anniversary and the kid's birthday. So we just had baby number seven. And so I was like, okay, let's block the. <laughs> so it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. But <laughs> my husband is a great help. And like, for anyone that has help, let me tell you, just appreciate it and use it to its max because while they are willing to help. But um, just like, like like you were saying setting boundaries and respecting your own boundaries that you put out there and with him i had to just be like you can't ask him because he's always going to say he's good you have to know that okay and shauna linda's heard me say this time and time again like i asked my brother for advice one time and he was like you why you need him to tell you no like you're a grown-up 
you know when you're doing too much and you need to sit. I'm like, all right, because my brother is now he's the opposite. He's very vocal, Pisces. So, <laughs> and so sometimes it's like that self reflection and just sitting back and checking yourself. Like, okay, you you know you're doing too much because I can just sit in this room for hours and just be on this computer. Like, who lives here? Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. I can relate to that yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. For sure. No, I it, believe in uh, working hard and playing hard. I like work and play. I feel like they like they need to go hand in hand, intertwine daily if possible, um, allocating vacation time and time for yourself, retreat time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like a 90 day girl, so I can work hard for 90 days and then I need like a week where I could just take a break. Mm-hmm. What are some ways that you uh, play? Yeah, so I'm actually getting better at this per my therapist. I need to do better at like celebrating the small milestones I think I get so caught up on like the big goal that I'm like I don't care if I've done all these small things like I haven't hit the big goal yet so I can't celebrate oh yeah like I'm trying to get better at celebrating the the small things so I love like I I love going like the whole experience of like eating out so like (laughs) like, that's my my thing yeah so you know my my husband will go try like a new restaurant or we'll sneak away and you know try to go you know eat at like a new spot we've been wanting to go to so that's one of my ways pre-pandemic you know Mm -hmm. in New Orleans somewhere like having a ball that's me and my husband's favorite city is New Orleans so wonderful yes we'd we'd be there by now (laughs) (laughs) celebrating and stuff so like I I do try to find ways to get away um for my birthday I just started something new of going to doing a hotel stay like here in Mm -hmm. Raleigh don't even have to go somewhere. Just doing like a vacation baby you just talked about that (laughs) yeah my, my past birthday I went to a real nice hotel. I went and got like all of this food, you know, that I've been wanting to try. And I just sat on the bed and watched movies. And then I took like a Tylenol PM and was out by like eight o'clock. But it was perfect. Yes, yes. We just talked about that, didn't we, Linda? We were because there's a um a hostel that just opened here in the town. Mm -hmm. And I'm in Greenville, South Carolina, so not too far from you. And um when you think hostel Amsterdam, you think the movie, but this is, let me tell you, this place is like beautiful and like their day rates are amazing. And I was just like, I need just like, well, especially the new baby. I was like, I just need like two hours, like maybe three. Like, can I just go here? And they have a cat, they have a cafe downstairs. So they're like a hostel cafe. And then they also sell like art from like local artists. I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna go rent me like a pod and just, you know, <laughs> stay here <laughs> for a whole day. Nice. Go yeah. get a good nappy. Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I told you that. I said, go ahead and book it right now. Cause we're mm-hmm. on this, you know, we're texting, but we could be like multitasking. Yeah. <laughs> Just getting it booked like right now. So that way you'll have that. And that something to look forward to also is celebrating a win or potential win, whether big or small, that mm-hmm. kind of gives you that feeling and that boost too, which, which yeah. I love. And you talked about that too, Alicia. It's really, really great. Yes, yes. Do you want to talk a little bit to, about your, oh, go ahead, Shauna, you got a question? I wanted to touch back, circle back on like the vacation and the playing time. Uh, I find that if you just schedule that in, like you schedule everything else, you don't have to have a destination in mind. You don't have to have, well, what am I going to do? You can block out a day or, you know, something down the line, like on February 18th, 
I'm just taking that day for myself. And then I'll decide what I want to do when that day comes, if that means sleep all day. You know, so that's uh, another idea that you can do is not wait to get to the point where you're like, I need a break, but actually uh, be intentional about putting it on your calendar. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to do that with my Friday. So like my Fridays are my like CEO days where I just kind of do like admin back end type of stuff. And I try to take like a half day and then the rest of that day up until it's time for me to go get river. It's like, you can take a nap if you want to, or maybe you should go get a pedicure, or maybe you should just go downstairs and just get on your husband's nerves. Like, I like like that last part. Yeah. Whatever I just feel like doing in some days I may still work, but I like that I have that space to like be Mm -hmm. able to decide and I'm not so structured by like a calendar on those days. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that too. Yeah, so we've talked about purpose, passion, action, you kind of your journey. You're also an author and a creative. I mean, that you're just your content alone, your creativity. Do you want to talk about your author journey a little bit? Yeah, oh my goodness. So a few years ago, I wrote a book called Living Over Existing, which really like kicked Mm -hmm. off this whole like (laughs) business with intention thing. And I, I wrote that book almost kind of selfishly because <laughs> I know it's it's about um, like pushing past the mental barriers that are holding most women back from even getting to the point of like starting their business or like going out and like really digging into their purpose. And I, I wrote it because again, I am someone who has struggled with anxiety. I struggled with depression. I've struggled with comparison and fear and doubt and all of these things. And as I was coaching women, like, Yes, they needed help with the business, the branding, the content, the service, mm-hmm. all of that. But the key that was stopping them from even getting to that point was their mindset. And it was, you know, okay, I'm afraid to go out and do this thing. You know, I, I'm comparing myself to other people who have been doing this thing for years. You know, I'm anxious about doing this thing. And I wanted to, that's something that I really struggled with. And I didn't realize that other women had struggled with that as well with their business until I started coaching women and I realized, okay, this is, we're spending a lot of time on this piece. So I wanted to just write a book kind of like about my journey through, you know, leaving my full-time job to launching my first jewelry business to like leading into coaching and things like that. And along that path, just talking about the different marital barriers that I faced during that time and just giving like some just solid action strategies of like how to begin pushing past that. Cause I think, a lot of people talk about mindset, but it's like, oh, fix your mindset. But it's like, okay, but how? Now what? Exactly. What? What? exactly. That yeah. sounds cute, but okay. And that? it's ongoing. Oh it's not God. a one and done. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. something else is inevitably going to come up. Like, you thought yeah. you're over something, and then it's like this new thing. Like, oh, yeah. shoot, I didn't know that was an issue. <laughs> I've been kind of like playing around with like rewriting or updating the book should I say not necessarily rewriting but updating the book just because I've learned so much again about like mindset it's really good yeah Mm -hmm. and that's one of the things that I wanted to mention in like the new copy of it is it's an ongoing process Mm because I think for me I got caught in a space of like oh I'm good like I'm not scared I'm fine and then all of a sudden all those like doubts and things came rushing back in and I was like oh so I have to keep doing this (laughs) (laughs) that's the secret yeah yeah so yeah it's it's been incredible like 
I've always at the core of me, like I know I love coaching. I know I'm, you know, a great coach, all these things, but like in my core, I imagine my 65 year old self having books on books on books that I've written and like seen on shelves like that, I think is like my ultimate goal is to write all the things. (laughs) Yes. Your first book was was really good and the accompanying, um, journal that came with it um it was really good I've literally bought it for at least three different women that I know in my life like y'all need this because I needed it (laughs) and you're talking to me about the same thing but when I was reading it I really felt like I was like oh yep that's me yeah I did Mm -hmm. felt just like that yeah I can relate to this (laughs) (laughs) had those days where I like literally drove up to my job and I was sitting in the parking lot and I was just like nope hit that call out line hey yeah i'm not feeling good i'm not coming in today <laughs> turn around and drove all the way back home my mom like you really went to work and drove all i said yeah because i just yeah. couldn't even get out the car like, that's how bad it was mm-hmm. sometimes you need that sometimes that's you. i'm glad to hear that you're updating i can't wait for that yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't have a date but like I no pressure yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> there's a lot that i've been wanting to add and just going through like this process of like really getting serious about taking care of myself mentally and how I have seen that affect how I run my business like I I really want to dig into some more topics that I don't I don't think I was ready to cover when I first wrote the book yeah awesome awesome yes love love the book I also worked through the journal and just um reading it I think I've read it twice and I have the journal as well the accompanying Mm -hmm. journal which is amazing it's like okay underline highlights and all right then the you gotta okay it's one thing reading it but it's another thing going back and actually doing the yeah. work yeah. So, that's true it's know? like a true <laughs> reference linda like yeah. i feel that's how i feel like certain books yeah. that you read like you highlight stuff but it's like i'm feeling this way how can i get past it then you can literally take the book out go to this chapter reread mm-hmm. it and read some yeah. of the action steps and it's like a real reference like it's not just oh i read it it's good and i'm done like no mm-hmm. like read it, read it again, apply it, read it again. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Wow. That's making me feel good about like writing it because I was worried oh, like, people aren't going to read it again. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Definitely. Version, yeah, it's already in my cart, so. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> oh. Yes. So love, so bringing us to your community. Oh my goodness. I think we touched on it earlier. We talked mm-hmm. about the app that's coming. You have built an amazing, amazing online community. And I think I've been a part of it. I know you had the Facebook group initially, then you moved to another platform and you know now you're on another platform too. But just what you've encompassed with this community is like super, just excels everything. So can you talk about this a little bit? Thank you, Linda. You're one of my OGs. Yeah. <laughs> OG in the house. <laughs> So um, I have what is now the Purpose to Service Academy. Uh, It did not start out that way. (laughs) Um, I I knew when I hit burnout and I I had to like completely just start over in order to figure out again what I really wanted. I knew that I didn't want to go back to one-on-one coaching again, um, just because at that time I also felt that I was pregnant and I was like, I can't go back to working how I was working before with this child that I have no clue how she's going to change my life. So I had to figure out a way that I could still do what I love, but in a capacity that would still give me more time to be with my new baby, to be with my husband, to feel like I still had time to myself. And I, at the time I did have the free Facebook community and 
I had been like seeing like membership, this idea of like a membership community kind of like going mm-hmm. around, but I really didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, okay. So people are like, pretty much like paying people to have these communities that are like you know for a specific person where you can go in and you can learn and stuff like that so I took that free Facebook community in and turned it into um more of like a membership community uh I added in like all of my old courses that I had taught before I was like I'm not even about to try and sell these anymore like I'm just (laughs) all into this space um at the time it was called the low collective which is it was the living over existing collective because Mm -hmm. I also you know decided to keep going with the name living over existing and it really was just a place for other entrepreneurs to like learn about how to build a business with attention, to connect with other like-minded entrepreneurs. And I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> like everything. We could never I, tell that. Trust I, you. You. I went into mm-hmm. it with just like this idea of like, I love community. I love mm-hmm. coaching. I have all of these resources that I can include in this space. Like what, let me see what this kind of becomes. And, you know, Linda, you can attest to this. I have, you know, added features. I have changed features. I have, you know, asked for endless amounts of feedback from our mm-hmm. members just to like get a better understanding of like what people need to make this space a good space that they would want to be a part of. Like, yes, it's my community. Yes, it makes me money. But at the end of the day, if it's not if for my members, I don't have, you know, anything to go off of. So I've kept reiterating, kept kind of changing. And um, this past year, I just kind of felt this nudge to niche down a little bit more with the space. Um, It was very broad at first. It was just, you know, anybody who is an entrepreneur who is wanting to learn how to build a business with intention. Um, But I I kept feeling like this tug, again, going back to the idea of like trusting my gut and trusting Mm -hmm. my intuition. I kept feeling this tug of like, you need to make it more clear. You need to make it more niche down. So I went back through all of those blog posts that I had written, you know, years and years and years ago. I'm talking like posts from like 2014, 2015 (laughs) and was like, okay, what was I talking about back then? Like, what was a lot of my content kind of centered around? And at that time I had started focusing more on helping other service um, based businesses. So after I had transitioned out of helping more econ people, I started moving into more service-based businesses. So like coaches, um, wellness coaches, uh, web graphic designers, people like that. And I was like, girl, you have been like helping this certain amount of people for the longest. Like, why Mm -hmm. are you not still like focusing in on that? And I was really afraid to like make the shift because one, I was like, I know not everyone in my community is a coach or a service-based entrepreneur. I was like, I don't want them to be upset. And then I also kind of dealt with some comparison too, because it's like, I know at least six other coaches off the top of my head who focuses on service-based entrepreneurs. I was like, I don't want to, in a sense, I guess, compete with with that attention I guess you could say but I kept feeling this tug I kept feeling this nudge to like no you you have something here that is like your zone of genius like you mm-hmm. coach the majority of your clients have been you know service providers or coaches in some sense like that that is your space that you need to be in and I made the leap I I switched it um I renamed it to the purpose to service academy and purpose to service was actually a course for service-based entrepreneurs that I launched Mm -hmm. way back in 2015 (laughs) so it's crazy how things like 
come full circle because I wasn't even offering like that course anymore. So Mm -hmm. definitely everything just kind of came full circle and I I niche down. And when I tell you the results of me just being more clear, more niche down, more focused, and this is why I preach this to everybody that I work with, like get clear you know, niche down as much as possible because it really does work. I've gotten more, you know, members in, I've gotten more interest in it. I've gotten more interviews, like podcast interviews Mm. and things like just around me getting very clear and very specific as to like who I help and who I want to help. It has literally been one of the best decisions that I've made for this community so far, but yeah, it's an incredible- yeah yeah so we we love it I know I do I mean just just everything has helped me build a little bit when I launched the publishing side of what was then a blog and thanks to you I created my first digital product in 2020 so you know to service you know people who were trying to write books and get their writings out there so I just totally remember when you had that whole, I remember being nervous too I was like am I gonna do this and thankful to Shauna and Jeanette for helping me kind of launch that piece of it and Jeanette actually helped me put it into production (laughs) I remember I was like oh my gosh my first digital product so yeah so that was super cool so I can yeah definitely attest to what you're saying here so yeah you gave me a lot of confidence right now because I'm working on changing um my brand is evolving so Mm -hmm. it's going from e-nanny link where I focus more on children and parents and families to now evolving to a more grown-up uh Shana Hibbis LLC which is focusing now on inner child inner child work Mm -hmm. and working with the adults so that we can break generational limitations to give back to our youth and our children so I'm kind of flipping it right now and it is getting more niche by the moment and it's scary because I feel the feeling the same things that you said, the same sentiments, like, are people going to receive me? Are they going to accept what I'm trying to speak or what I'm trying to put out here? Do they understand, you know, what I'm trying to do? Are they going to continue to go on the ride with me? I'm going to, I'm going to lose some folks, Mm -hmm. but I'm finding that exactly what you just said, that the more, the more niche you get, the more defined you get on what your purpose is, the better everything is going to be for everyone involved. So thank you. Just help me with that clarity. Yes. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, and I think that like something you said earlier about um, just kind of like how your brand evolved. Like you know, you started with blogging because of what you were going through when you were doing your jewelry business. And I think for a lot of people who are out here, maybe just starting out or kind of in a space that's stuck, is like you have to be willing to like try things and see them through. And when people hear purpose, and that was the one thing when we did this episode, we were like, we don't want people to be like, oh, she's going to tell me how to find my purpose. Like, no, like you have to like have that trial and error and like allow yourself to try new things and allow it to evolve and trust, like you said, trust yourself when it's time to shift into a new direction or let something go. Um, I've reinvented myself many times, but I can see the natural progression of how like, oh, I was crocheting and selling products on Etsy to I wanted a better camera to take better pictures to now I'm doing photography, but I need a website for my photography business. And now people are like, oh, can you build my website? I'm like, oh, I am kind of good at that. I can now I'm doing web design and brand. like it's just it just trickles and evolves. And I think it's important for people to know that when they're intentional about like personal development and like growing as a person that the purpose kind of finds you through the process like did you find that that was kind of like yes the the way it happened for you like yeah, yeah. like had I not 
had this random idea to make jewelry, which actually started because I wanted these beaded braces that I couldn't afford. So I was like, I'm going to make <laughs> had, I yes. not, had I not like gone to Michael's and bite those, bought those materials, I would have never had a shop. I would have never started my blog to talk about building that shop. Mm-hmm. You know, had I not had that blog to start talking about business, I would have never gotten those few clients who, you know, wanted to help me. And it, it would have never just been like this, like progressive kind of pattern mm-hmm. or like this flow. And like, I think a lot of us, when we're in it, it is so hard to see what it could be because (laughs) I I, I say this all the time. I feel like being trusting the process sucks. Yeah. (laughs) It is not fun, but you know, once you're out of it, you kind of, you're able to look back and say, Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Had I not had that panic attack in my job, I would probably be not. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to get to the point ladies where you, you see it, you experience it, you go through it, you look at it. And moving forward, when it's when you're still in it, appreciating every step because every step there's a reason for every step, right? And a season. Mm-hmm. I just want to get to the point where I'm just like totally yeah. okay with all yeah. the challenges. Yeah, yeah. I'm same. working on that. No, same. It's still yeah, it's a work in progress. It is. It's still Definitely. hard for me. Like even now with like my community and my offer, I'm still making like little tweaks to you know really make sure it's something that I want to continue building on. And it's like. Oh, like, oh, that wasn't a good idea. Let, 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 me, let me try something else. And, and I think it's almost like that immediate shock of something not working or something being uncomfortable or something just not, you know, feeling right. And it's hard to look beyond that when you're, when you're in it. So mm-hmm. true. true. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know if we ever get to a point where it's like total comfort of, mm-hmm. oh, I just wasted a ton of money. It's Five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, no, nah, we're good. We're gonna yeah. just move on from there. But I mean, I live. I do try to not to live with regrets. Like even in like my personal decisions yes. in my in my life too. And I try to talk to my oldest daughter about that a lot. Like you just gotta let it go and move on, and you'll look back. And then I try to remind her. Like it'd be a couple years later. Like you remember when you was crying to me about such and such, and she's like, "Yes." I was like, "See, it don't even matter anymore." <laughs> don't even remember it. Right. Exactly. But like wow. you have, but you have to learn a lesson now. If you keep repeating the same thing over and over and it's just like okay why am i why do i keep finding myself in the same situation that's when the problem is but you have to really sit back and like take note and like note like the lessons that you've learned and like what happened what went wrong what went right and like really assess the whole the whole situation Mm-hmm. Um, what advice would you have for like so there, I'm, you know there's still people out here that are just getting started or like I have an idea um, I, or they feel like they don't even have like because um, we, we get that a lot right ladies like um, people that tell us like well, I don't even have dreams I don't even have like you know I don't even know what I want to do like where do people start even with um the process of living intentionally and like figuring things out like if especially if they're feeling stuck right yeah I think for a lot of people who say that like I don't have any dreams or like I don't there's nothing that I'm passionate about I think the thing that's making them say that is fear mm. because we all have something even if it feels small even if it you know seems insignificant we all have something that we really really love doing like yeah. Even if it's something as simple as I really, really love going out to eat. Okay. You never know what that can lead to. Like you could be the next like restaurateur or something Mm -hmm. or like next food blogger. Like you never know what that can lead to. And I think because we, a lot of people can't see the 
big picture of that little or that goal that seems really small it's like oh I don't have anything that like or I'm you know it's really rooted in like a fear of I have this idea but I don't want to tell anybody or Mm -hmm. I'm afraid to like leap on it or you know something like that so I think a lot of that is just rooted in fear but I tell people all the time to like go back to what two things go back to what you enjoyed doing when you were a kid so like before anybody told you it was impossible before anybody told you that that was unrealistic or dumb or stupid or whatever go back to that thing that like really lit you up when you were a kid of course maybe you know minus the fact that you maybe wanted to be a power ranger or that's okay too you could be a character yeah (laughs) so like go back to that thing that like lit you up when you were a kid and for me that was writing I mm-hmm. was the kid who was like in that Lisa Frank owl, like, please. Oh, I love Lisa Frank. Yes. Can I please have these new ink pens? So go back to that, kind of build on that. Okay. How has that love of writing or how is that love for food or that love for building cars when you were a kid? Right. How has that kind of like manifested or found details in that in like the rest of your life so mm-hmm. far? Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. And then another thing that I always say is, okay, what's the one thing that you would do even if you weren't getting paid for it? Like take the idea of money, take the idea of failing, take the ideas of what other people may think, remove all of that. If there was no judgment, if there was no fears, what would be the thing that you would keep doing right now continuously, even if you weren't getting paid for it? Like, what, what is that thing? And again, for me, that would be writing and it would be coaching. I coach people all the time on accident. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm so yeah. sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to like idea. Right. <laughs> it's like, you can't help it. Like when you're a person that like, so like ideation is one of my strength finders thingies. Yeah, whatever. There's so many of them I've done. And it's just that people be like, oh, I have an idea. And, I, and then before they even finish, like, oh, well, you can do that and this and this. And then you can also do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's just hard not to like say something. <laughs> Especially when that's your zone of genius and yes. you're created that way. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's difficult. I do it all the time. It's like, and there have been times where I was doing it and wasn't getting paid for it. So mm-hmm. it's like, of course, I wasn't getting really paid much for it in the beginning. So yeah, think about like what would your eight-year-old self, like what your eight-year-old self really enjoy doing and then think about what would you be doing right now if there was no fear, no judgment, no worry of money, mm-hmm. none of that. Like what is the thing that you would literally sit down and do all day, every day? And I think for that uh, helps a lot of people get real with themselves. And like, yes. now I would say like journal through it because it can be hard, you know, yeah. to talk about that to a person because again, there's that fear of judgment so like journal through it your words your paper will not judge you and you can put it on the shelf and never let anybody else read it if you want to but really dig into that and take some time to like think on those two things I hope that I think that'll really help you to get clear on like the direction at least that you should go in amazing amazing thank you wow alicia this is really great we could talk to you all day i know i got a baby (laughs) chat (laughs) hard to chat yes that's right this is awesome alicia thank you um you also have a podcast as well i think um is it also purpose to service yeah so that changed as well so it's okay service podcast Mm -hmm. yeah you can find that on i think all Wherever you listen to Wherever podcasts. You listen. <laughs> okay, yes, yes, that's awesome. 
Wow. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for joining the Heart of Chat. Um, Jeanette. Yes. Myself, yes. And Shana, we really, this was really, I have like a page and a half of amazing notes. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Oh, so excited that, to have you on. Thank you guys yes, so much. Yes. Shauna, Jeanette, any final words before we before we end our call with Alicia. I know. Um, like it went so time. fast. We're going to see you like wow. tomorrow in the community. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, yes. So um, did you want me to end it off? Or Jeanette, did you have something you want to share before I... No, Alicia, I just wanted to say thank you for um, taking time to be here with us. I know you have a very busy schedule and you're a mom and all the things, but I just appreciate you taking time and not being um, untouchable because I just feel like like <laughs> you're one of the top people out here right yes. now. Like, <laughs> And you're unforgettable. <laughs> She's unforgettable. In every way. It just means a lot and we really appreciate it. And I know the listeners are going to love this episode. So, Oh, they, they really well, thank are. Thank you guys so yes. much for, for having me. Like, I, I love doing it. It's, it's good to be on the other side. Right. <laughs> I can yeah. show up and talk. I ain't got to do none of this other That's stuff right. behind it. Right. Editing these podcast <laughs> for sure for sure and just real quickly yes. if you want to tell our audience where to find you um your website and otherwise yeah so um my website is aliciarobertson.com um that's where you can find like my podcast episodes you can learn more about the purpose to service academy um and then on social media uh twitter and instagram tend to be like my favorite kind of spots so i'm at the alicia nicole on instagram and twitter as well awesome awesome, awesome. Thank, thank you thank you may i add your new website is dynamic oh goodness <laughs> yeah that's great we were looking at like Ooh. <laughs> scrolling very beautiful <laughs> Oh, yeah. my husband did an amazing job on my picture he's a photographer too yeah oh, cool. he, he did an amazing job on my picture i was like yes baby pull it together love <laughs> y'all tell, tell him to check out his work because like this is so off track i'm sorry linda um lovecraft country i need everybody to go check out that um picture that was I was just literally did you see that i was like oh my god let me go look <laughs> yes the way his mind works with like photography and how he like sees things like it mm -hmm. amazes me because I'm like how did, how did you get that and it'd be like <laughs> it was just a box and a flower but it's like this big thing yeah amazing. Wow. the behind the scenes of taking a, a dope picture is just you're like what you did that like yep yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, the yes. way his mind works is incredible awesome, awesome. <laughs> we love it we love so it Yes. Well, Sean, yes. can you tell our audience where they can find us and find this episode? Yes. Connect yes. Here? Mm -hmm. And connect. So you can find us on IG, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Please subscribe to The Heart of Chat. Get on our mailing list so every Monday you get in your Meatful Monday in your inbox. You can get a new episode. Don't forget to get your merchandise. The Heart of Chat yeah, has new it. merchandise. <laughs> we have Ignite Your Fuego. Yes, hard chat. We have hoodies, t-shirts, we have masks. And if you're feeling what? Watch this. <laughs> Please buy us a coffee. Come back next week and every week because it's gonna be fuego, baby. Come back. All right. Thank Bye, you. ladies. Bye, ladies. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you, Alicia. Bye. Bye.